Hello and welcome back to Second Take Movies, the podcast where we give movies a second look, second chance, a second take, if you will. I'm your host, Preston Jenkinson, and joining me to talk about the movie Face Off is Jake Twito. Face Off. (laughs) (laughs) That is every bit the, the, the manic, crazy state that Nick Cage was in during this movie. Look, I just want to go ahead and plug something real quick. Here's what we need to do in real life. We should definitely go to New Orleans, pay the money to visit Nick Cage's gravesite. It's a pyramid. That's right. He did purchase a pyramid. I remember you that. Pay to go look at it. I'm going to do it. I, so You should you know, do it. Yeah, that'd be the dream. But, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll start off with the uh, plot for this movie. <laughs> to foil a terrorist plot and FBI. Plot. I'm sorry. I just I just thought about like I'm excited to hear what you're about to say because holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to foil a plot, an FBI agent undergoes a facial transplant surgery to assume the identity of a criminal mastermind who murdered his only son, but the criminal wakes up per- prematurely and seeks revenge. And that, yes, that is as wild as this movie is. <laughs> this is, I mean, like, this is, it's like a movie of lore. I mean, Nick Cage, anything. Yeah. It's, it's you know, you know what you're getting into. Pretty much. Holy cow. Yeah. I, I never thought I'd say John Travolta might be crazier than Nick Cage, but him playing Nick Cage. We also like to do a positive and a negative review. The positive from Peter Travers at Rolling Stone says, Exciting and then some. Face-off blends the director's supercharged images of balletic brutality and spiritual catharsis with an off-the-wall humor that allows John Travolta and Nicolas Cage to really let it rip. Fair enough. Yeah, they definitely rip something. I mean... (laughs) And the uh, (laughs) negative review from LA Weekly, Ella Taylor says... Yet the movie, distilling into purest form the blend of viciousness and sentimentality that informs all Wu's work, winds up emotionally bogus as it viscer- as it is viscerally overwhelming. Yeah, I'm going to say it's a positive thing, though. I'm going to go yeah. positive. Yeah. I mean, this is the hammiest movie in the world. This is a big old ham sandwich. Yeah. It is the worst actors <laughs> in the world or weirdest actors <laughs> The movie's kind of dumb, but it's such a good, smooth, dumb. It's, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen the show Community, but... Oh, God, yeah. You know that episode where Abed takes a class on, isn't Nick Cage a good actor? Yeah. It just depends. (laughs) Look, I'm going to go ahead and say, he's. I think he's a fantastic actor. I think he's insane. Yeah. I think that uh, he, you know, he does what he does. His new movie coming out where he stars himself, like... I'm I'm looking forward to that, especially after watching this and a reminder of the craziness. But you know what? This movie wasn't going to be Nick Cage. It was going to be uh, Sylvester Stallone and Schwarzenegger. It would have never original. worked. No, it would have been awful. It would have been terrible. That would have been the worst movie in the world. The, the first note that I have is a question. Nick Cage gropes a choir girl and a flight attendant is sucking his tongue. What is this movie? Dude, that butt slap he does, or the grab, and it happens like throughout the movie. Every woman what is just okay world? with this dude just touching them. Look, hot take. I don't think he's an ugly guy, right? The haircut, his hair, awful. Even as well, like even as John Travolta, they're like, oh wow, like, yeah. I don't, I, I don't get that part. I had a note of like, there are so many butt grabs that don't go like, yeah slapped or anything else but what a what an opening i'm gonna grab this nun's butt man like all right well it was a choir girl it wasn't even an adult well i mean like apparently that character has a thing for younger girls later in the movie you know he's hitting on i was i was see i was deeply i was deeply scared that he was gonna do something with the daughter throughout the whole movie Oh man, I was and I was like, please don't, please don't. I know this dude is evil, but please don't. (laughs) Yeah, no, there. Oh god, no, 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 thank you. But it starts with Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage, basically. I think the direction was 
do what you want as a horny priest. Let me ask you this. Do you think there was direction or did they say, do what you think? I think it was a lot of do what you think is best. Yeah. Like I, I remember hearing the, uh, there, I don't think it's rumor. I think they proved it somewhere. Like Nick Cage and John Travolta spent like two weeks hanging out before this filmed so they could understand each other. I believe it. I believe it. (laughs) John Travolta has a great Nick Cage impression. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. I, John Travolta's a good actor. Yeah. I mean, y- you know, for what it is, it's what a weird, again, sorry, not, I'm going to say this a million times. What a weird movie. It is a weird movie. Surprisingly entertaining. Yeah. Just. But it, it, it starts out with that. And, you know, we talk about he gropes the girl and he gets away on an airplane. And basically, John Travolta has an obsession with uh, what was his character's name? Caster, uh, Caster Troy. Caster Troy and and John Travolta plays in the well in the beginning of the movie. John Travolta <laughs> is Sean, Sean Archer. Archer. Nicholas Cage is Caster Troy. At the very beginning of the movie, it, it starts with um, Caster Troy murdering John Travolta's son, and so John Travolta has an obsession from then on to catch this guy because it cuts to like six years later. Where all this stuff takes place at the L.A. Convention Center. I just, yeah. This is the like weird Hollywood world where like, no, this wouldn't have happened or not. There's no way they'd let some agent stick on this stuff that obsessively. And But I don't know. I guess what a setup of, yeah, you're going to be angry at this guy. He killed your son. So It goes on to this huge action scene where Nick Cage is trying to get away in an airplane. And John Travolta is in a helicopter and he shoots the engine. And it goes into a warehouse, and they and he basically takes out Nick Cage with a, a jet engine somehow. That was the point where I said, "Is this a John Woo movie?" And it is. And I had to look it up, and I went, "Oh, I was making a like joke, I guess." John Woo, no, it legit. And was. you definitely figure that out at the end with, with the all doves. the doves and the two pistols. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the jumping. Yeah. yeah, I mean this. I don't know how I've never seen this until now. In the second that the jet engine taking him out happened, I knew immediately everything I've heard about this. Yeah, th- I'm in for it now. This is it. Yeah, and it got. I mean, it gets wilder though. Was, was this your first time watching this movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never seen it. Oh, me too. So I was like, that's why I was excited. I was like, I've I mean, never like seen I've this. sent a million gifs, gifs. I don't know the right way to say it. Of GIF. from this movie, I've heard enough. You know, I, I knew enough about it, but never watched it. So. Nicholas Cage's brother gets arrested. Yeah, which I mean, Master like, Troy's brother. Good cleverness for them with yeah trying to be really smart with Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. Pollux and Castor. Not, oh, yeah. I never, I never pieced that together. So yeah, I I heard it and I went, uh, I think this is what happens when you make me watch the Matrix movies. Now I'm just like, what part of Latin lore does this really stem from? Uh, but not yeah. everything stems from that. Nah. <laughs> I'll hold my tongue. Oh, uh, <laughs> let me ask you this. I had mm-hmm. a note, and I don't know when this happens. Have we seen a face waterfall yet? A face waterfall? Yeah. So Sean Archer's thing with his family is doing this. Oh, where he touches the face. Yeah. I didn't coin that phrase, by the way, but that's the creepiest thing this entire thing. The whole like giveaway of who he is is the washing fingers down someone's face yeah that that's a little weird um so after that they basically it gets it all this kind of i mean we can skip through a bunch of plot like he john travolta's (laughs) having trouble at home who cares and and you know what i don't even remember all that when yeah i'm skipping ahead but like when caster comes in as sean archer and she's like i'm still so mad at you i didn't even know they're talking about yeah, I was just like, oh, whatever. Okay, but yeah, yeah. huge but weird plot dump. The the head of, I guess it's the head of the CIA. Yeah, and that was my other confusion of like, what is played by Alfrey Woodard? Not what department, but like how high? It's it's the head of the FBI. Head of the FBI. That they office. for some reason have this surgery where they can swap faces on people somehow. Preston, that is the dumbest. <laughs> one, they have this surgery, and you quickly find out. Yeah, very soon after, no one knows about it. 
right. <laughs> and no one else can do it. Like, it's the dumbest concept. This movie shouldn't have worked. Which makes the ending even more dumb, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's like they when they were writing this movie, they were like, they just started from the the hero and the villain swap faces, and then they went from there. Which hilariously enough, I'm I'm again from either listening to podcasts or just randomly looking at this. When the face swap happens, Nick Cage was terrified about seeing the makeup on his face. So they didn't allow any reflective surfaces in the shot. Because Nick Cage didn't want to see the makeup on his own face. Like with the scene where he was skinless. Yep. Yeah. He was like the only reason I will do this is if I don't have to see it. Okay. Yeah. Nick Cage, wimp. Yeah, because I mean, I guess that's why you don't really you don't really see it, but like in a no. blurry reflection. Yep, that's it. That's the only reason it's not on screen. Is he was like, I don't want to see it. You get the gist of it, really. Yeah. Which so, before I say, like, this is the dumbest thing ever. That actual technology has happened now. Oh, somewhere, yeah, somewhere in like the early 2010s, a guy got I think shot with a shotgun, and they replaced his face. Wow. So there's your uh, nugget of unneeded trivia for the day. (laughs) So uh, after, basically, they come to John Travolta and say, hey, we need to get the information of, because he's planted a bomb at the L.A. Convention Center, Castor Troy has. So they come to Sean Archer, played by John Travolta, and say, we need you to get, the location of this bomb. And we think his brother will tell him, um, if we send him to prison with him, which Preston, they know where the bomb location is. How can they not just scrub every surface and find it? Like, well, they don't know where it is. Like at the beginning okay. of the movie, they just don't. Okay. I, I always thought I'm probably misremembering because th- things go crazy after this. They were like, we know it's at the convention center. No, they they never they didn't know that until after okay. he went to prison. Never mind. So that makes more. Well, it doesn't make sense, but it makes more. The only reason they caught up to him was he filed a flight plan and paid in cash at the airport. That's the only way way they caught up with. They just knew he was in L.A. somewhere. <laughs> I started this I mean, off I, strong, being like, "This movie is actually pretty great." And the more we talk, and I'm going. This movie is insane. Yeah. We get the uh, the title of the movie, Face Off. They take the face off of Nicolas Cage and somehow put it on the bulkier body of John Travolta, and it's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> and I know they showed some weird, like, car. And there's no the scar. There's no scar at all. That That's where I was like, no scar. How they shape his height, even. Right. But, I mean, you know, what? whatever. I can go wrong with this. It's fun. Is this movie set in the future? I thought that the whole time, and it's not. I thought this was like a, you know, 20... I thought this was a 90s version of 2020. But no, it's present present day for the time. So, like, late 90s. Because the prison he goes to, ooh, everyone wears ooh, magnet ooh, boots. Those freaking boots, man. The Super Mario Brothers boots. Yeah. They're, they're legitimately from that movie. It's like... Yeah, I. It's ninety seven, but it's the future. I'm I'm confused. Uh, Preston, I don't know if you've ever been to prison, but they have magnet have boots not. everywhere. Luckily, I've have not. I have not. I haven't. So I, you know, from what I've heard, yeah, they got magnet boots. <laughs> but as you can as you can guess from there, he he figures out where the location is because the brother tells him after some prodding and whatnot, and then. He he. Uh, apparently, he sent it up the flag. I don't. He never sends out a communication, so I don't know how he thought he was getting out when uh, Castor Troy shows up as his former self. As John I think Travolta. That, I think that's the dumbest. Like they didn't include the prison on. We're pulling this scheme. Yeah, like they legitimately throw him in there. Like what? Don't even the tell world? the prison guards. Like there's only three people that know what what's happened. Yeah. That, like how yeah. are you going to get him out? I feel like I'm really nitpicking when I'm like, that's the single-hand dumbest thing in this movie. 
but the rest of the movie is ludicrous too. So I hope. Yeah, I mean this whatever. this whole movie. I mean it's it's a very entertaining movie. Like I was yeah. I was captivated. That's why I didn't take a lot of notes. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I normally I do. I have my phone out. And I'm actually doing stuff. I think I made like five notes. And just sat there going, yeah. "What is happening? What is happening now?" Do you think that this movie would have been better if the roles were reversed? Yeah, like yeah, if I, I, I do. Nicholas Cage was started out as the FBI agent and John Travolta was the villain. And then Nick Cage gets to be the crazy villain as the FBI agent in the movie. I think it would have been way more entertaining just because Nick Cage is bonkers. I mean, like that guy can go crazy, but it was kind of satisfying seeing Travolta try and be Nicholas Cage. Yeah. I was disappointed when I realized, oh, we're not going to get full rage cage. No, but we did coming into she watched this too, and it was her favorite movie. I mean, of the ones you've made me watch, yeah. <laughs> For this podcast, yes. I agree with you, though. You, I think of Nick Cage as a, like, not as a criminal. If Nick Cage slapped your butt and made a weird face, would you hit him or would you be okay with it? I think knowing Nick Cage... Whoa, I'd be okay, okay. With it. We're, we're not, but we're not talking about just a slap, just like a, a full-on Ooh. grab. Yeah. <laughs> this marriage might end. No. Can, you, can one of you do the like, wee that John Travolta does? Wee Multiple times throughout the movie. That, yeah, that's and, exactly like you're saying. John Travolta playing Nicolas Cage. It's like an insult. His thoughts yeah. on how Nicolas Cage is supposed to act is a lot of just weird noise. Yeah. Just like opens the blinds up and what is this that we paused it and it was what are we watching right now just this weird sound effect of no perfectly cast (laughs) thank you for that wonderful (laughs) i I wish i saw more nick cage but i think it i think it did the right thing yeah it's more shocking to have travolta hot take i hate greece greece is the garbage movie Grease is the word. I think you've heard. Yeah, it's, it's got bird. groove. It's got feeling. Oh, bird's the word, buddy. Bird <laughs> is the word. Uh, I, so, and I like John Travolta though. I think he's a mm-hmm. pretty like swordfish. Mm-hmm. That's a garbage movie, but he I, makes. I don't it. know. Travolta plays a good villain. Yeah. So I think that's where it pans out. Like, yeah, he's the hero, but he plays a better villain than Nick Cage. Yeah. Or at least more menacing. Yeah. So. They have a meeting in the jail, and, and basically, Castor Troy, as John Travolta tells him, I'm taking over your life. I've killed everyone that knows what's happened. I'm going to be the 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 great FBI agent. <laughs> Preston, what? I mean, sorry. I don't I understand know. his plan Where from this the, point. Yeah. What, what is this movie? This villain all of a sudden is like, I'm going to be the greatest FBI agent ever. Just, I mean, like, because his brother even mentions, like, they were going to get $10 million. Uh-uh. Like, just hold, like, the 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 whole of L.A. hostage, basically, with a bomb and ask for $10 million. What, what do you gain? Okay, you get your brother out of prison, but what do you gain as being this FBI agent? You just, like, conned yourself into a job, basically. And even like later down the road, he's ticked off because he's like, "I want my face back. I want to be me again." Right? Like so he thinks. Why it's, would it's you care fun. about being? Yeah. Like, but I, then he wants his face back. <laughs> I don't understand that piece at yeah. all. But eventually, Nicholas Cage as Sean Archer gets out of jail, um, and he realizes, "Oh no, I'm on a oil rig in the middle of nowhere." That was how did, pretty, you, how did you not know that? Yeah, hey, that was awesome to see. Like, oh, that's really cool. But yeah, how wouldn't Sean? Uh, he should know because they also, even mentioned when he's in solitary confinement that he's going outside for exercise. Should have. How known. do you not clock that you're in the middle of the ocean? <laughs> do you know what the name of that prison was, by the way? No, Erewhon. And it's a. Uh, oh gosh. One of my English teachers is going to murder me in my sleep. Acronym or whatever, like you flip the anagram for nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, hey, they were thinking in this movie at least. Like they tried. They did. 
Yeah. yeah. But how, I mean, also, how does he get from there to the next scene? You know, he just jumps off the thing. He swims, I guess. That's a but good question because yeah, he just like, a I mean, helito- helicopter comes up and starts shooting at him and he just jumps off the thing and all of a sudden he's back in Los Angeles. I That was the first time I paused it and just sat there and went, this can't happen, which that's embarrassing on my part where that's when I really threw the flag of, no, no one can swim that far. <laughs> you know, the, the movie's got to move along. You know, we've got, yeah. we got a story to tell. Keep it moving. <laughs> we we got to see... Uh, John Travolta fondle a small girl at some point. That's his oh daughter. We gosh. need to speed it up to that moment. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Like I said, I was just hoping that wasn't going to happen. I was like, I know this is a bad guy, but do we really have to, like... The only <sighs> thing I had hope, I went, it's John Woo, and I knew at this point I mean, there's no way that guy would do this. Yeah. I'll breathe a little easy. So Michael Bay would have. My, yo... <laughs> Michael Bay stopped Michael an Bay entire went, movie to talk about some kind of law in Texas that <laughs> would, uh, are you saying Michael Bay would have directed that or he actually would have done it? He would have <laughs> both, life. both probably hey, that guy. <laughs> yeah. He's better way, be careful. He's better way, be careful. He's coming for you. Bay strikes hard and fast, man. He's way in way too much into uh young girls. Um, Yeah. Him and uh, oh man, I'm I'm blanking out now. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I mean, DiCaprio's into girls in their twenties. Yeah, they're legal. Bay is I mean, into like. Th- also, let me just tell you something. How weird! Like two Rise South Carolina guys are over here being like, "Yeah, twenties okay," but you know we know better. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll be quiet. <laughs> which uh I'll I'll transition from that awfulness for one more fun fact that okay. I I did look up Pollock. Uh-huh. Did you like that actor? Pollock. Which one was Pollock? Uh Caster's brother, sorry. Yeah, I mean he was he played a pretty deranged. I mean, I, I assume that character was supposed to be deranged kind of, so he It was supposed to be well. Mark Wahlberg. Oh god, they made a good decision. <laughs> Yeah, they. I mean, like they lost big names, but they really. Hey, I mean, we we're gonna get out of prison. Oh, hey, I'm from Boston. <laughs> that's pretty mother? good. Yeah, you know? welcome to Wild Burgers. The burgers on the wall. That must have been before Mark Wahlberg was Mark Wahlberg. I think it was right around when he was really being Mark Wahlberg. Good. Yeah, he would have. That would have been terrible. Yeah, yeah, that'd have been. Iffy. So, um, because Sean Archer knows Caster Troy so well, he goes to one of his hangouts, hideouts, whatever. What? Okay, what was that place? Was that just some guy's house? Or was that a clubhouse? That was where his um his baby's mama lived with her brother. Also, I missed the fact that was her brother, and they kiss later. They get they do a full on. I don't think that was it was originally written as her brother. Because I don't think they so, do a. He, Full on yeah. mouth kiss. Yeah, and and I sat there and went, "Whoa, that's crazy!" And then she's like, "And then my she mentions brother. brother later because the way they're leaving the police station earlier because that's one of the people he interrogates earlier and threatens that he's going to put her child in foster care or whatever. Like they they leave the I, so I I think that was written originally as like that's her other lover. Yeah. So that whole scene too, the original script, he didn't go to a clubhouse. He went to Caster's mom's mm. and they wanted Jack Nicholas to play the character of Caster's mom wearing drag. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Nicholson. Sorry. Not the golfer, the actual actor. They wanted Jack Nicholson to be. That's Caster's still weird. Mom. That's, yeah. that's still weird. I, look, I went through a wormhole last night going through you, like, what? You did a lot more than I did. <laughs> I was just so, I was, I, how this movie got made or why? I, yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. So he does drugs with him. <laughs> oh, and yeah. Then you get the title sequence. I'm going to take his face off. off. And I, at that moment said, this movie does not have enough Nicolas Cage. 
because that was the most entertaining. <laughs> it was. That whole sequence, man, I was hooked. Just, that was a hell of a drug, though. Like, whatever yeah. they put in his drink. I, mean, I even love the guys like, no more drugs for him. <laughs> yeah, because like he's like, I got to go to the bathroom. And then he just walks into a bedroom, passes out basically <laughs> on the bed, and then washes his face off and then like points the gun. He's like obsessed with not seeing himself. Like, because yeah. when he first wakes up, he, he looks at it and he get he's like, he's losing his mind basically throughout this whole movie as Caster Troy. And that's what I figured, like, that's the whole thing. Like, he's starting to believe he's him or something. Right. And I thought they're going to go down that angle. Like, Sean Archer, John Travol, whatever. Guys, it's so hard to figure out who's who. The replaced Sean Archer is going to start being a good guy because he's yeah. in that. And now, now he's going to be the hero. And then Nick Cage is going to end up being the villain in the end. I mm-hmm. didn't think they were going to actually, you know, keep their normal selves. I was waiting right. for the, the crisscross, but yeah, never happened. But what was that? I looked up the actress, actress last night. What was her name? Uh, It's not, uh, it's, you know, you're definitely going to cut this out. It, she reminds me of the girl from all the Marvel stuff who plays, uh, Asha, Asha, whatever from Star Wars. Gina Gershon. I knew it was somewhat kind of famous. Yeah. Gina Gershon. She she can, was in uh she was in Sin City. Yes. Yeah, that's where I know her from. But yeah, and she was great, by the way. She confess like yeah, that was a young Gina Gershon, but uh yep. she confesses to who she thinks is Caster Troy, who is actually Sean Archer, played by Nicolas Cage, previously played by John Travolta. <laughs> 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 <sighs> It's so confusing to reference these people. Can you publish a guide, a visual aid for anyone listening to this of a mapping of how things work? Yeah, they'll figure it out. She basically tells Caster Troy that um, her son is his. Apparently, Sean Archer, like, oh, he think, and then he's losing his mind so much that he thinks that's his old, his, his, his son, Mike, that died. Dude, that was the weird, I mean, I guess he's on drugs still. Yeah, he's he's that still like thing. he's hung over sequence like what? <laughs> that's where I started giving up on this movie some. At that I point, I went, I like, "All right, we got to have something happen because And guess what it does? The FBI just unloads on this place. Oh my even God, though they dude. see unarmed people and a child. They even shoot at a child. I I that whole thing, I just mouth open like how is this something they did there's no way this would ever happen even one, if but. even if they're your boss is telling you to you're probably like what bro there's yeah well, i mean we've we've we just looked in here while we're up on this roof across the street there's just unarmed people there's a kid man what you want me to open fire on an entire building uh yeah but you know it does get well i'm trying to think of everything that happens in that whole sequence. Does his brother die in that sequence? Her brother dies. Her brother dies. Yeah. Who was originally written as not her brother. (laughs) Her lover dies. Yeah. Bonkers. Like, I guess they're trying to prove how evil the guy is. He just kills all his friends. He doesn't care. But what a, uh, what was supposed to probably be a powerful moment. The lamest thing in the whole movie, the, uh, you're going to kill yourself through the mirror. Oh, I thought that was awesome. Uh, it was awesome, but I was just like, this had to be on a preview or something. They're on like either side of a, <laughs> a wall and there's mirrors on both sides. And they that, both just all of a sudden just like point their guns at the mirrors. And it's like the faces of the people they really want to kill. I laughed. so I don't know why it was so funny to me. It was just like, yeah, it, this, it's, it's kind of dumb, but I liked it. No, it, the best. That's where I was like, I'm back in on this, hundred percent. Preston, so, you picked you picked a good one. I'm just did, gonna yeah. toss it in. Yeah, it's it's not what happened. It's, it's not a pirates movie from last week or the other week. Oh my god, yeah. Don't even mention that. <laughs> we could barely the, uh, think of stuff to talk about in that one. Holy cow! But you go from this to quite possibly the most insane thing ever. 
which, yeah, no, his brother dies there, too. Pollock gets yes, killed. Yes, his brother does die. Yes. Yeah, that's when he goes into rage. And, like, him as Sean Archer walking in the FBI office after that. And his boss is going nuts because he's on Time Magazine. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Somehow an uh, FBI agent ends up on Time Magazine for disarming a bomb. Like, I, I mean, I'm sure that happens a lot. Like, you know, like an FBI agent does something in the real world where we live. But, I mean, they don't end up on Time Magazine as person of the year. I just love that. <laughs> his boss walks in and he's holding his chest. And I'm like, that guy's going to have a heart attack. And then he starts coughing for no reason. I was like, well, did he slip him something? What's going on here? No, it's even better. He's just going to judo chop him in the chest. <laughs> Put him down. Like, like a doctor's not going to figure that out. Like, uh, Yeah, like cause of death is not going to be heart attack. He died of asphyxiation, my trauma. guy. Yeah. <laughs> That I don't know why I was like this movie gets better and better, and there hasn't even been a boat chase at this point yet. Oh my so, god, that! Oh my god. But anyway, um, Sean Archer as Caster Troy makes his way to his house, breaks into his old house, and tells his wife, "I'm I've have a positive. I think what it what was it, a positive a b negative blood. He's a b no he's o negative o negative. Caster Troy's eight. Preston, I need mental help. The fact that I remember that of this ridiculous movie, I really need to go seek some help. First of all, I know you were like chasing him for six years. How do you know this man's blood type? Yeah, that's what freaked me out. Well, not freaking, but like you shouldn't know. I mean, I don't know. I guess if you have a medical record somewhere, you'd know it. But I mean, I'd like to think we're pretty good friends, but I don't know your blood type. Preston, you know what? I'm a great friend of myself. I don't know my own blood type. I, the only reason I know that is because I gave blood in college. It's A positive. I, I I gave blood, and I just do not remember what it is. I don't know. <laughs> I guess so. it's like that, that whole... Uh, but I guess if it, you're that yeah. obsessed with catching somebody, I mean... Yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're criminally insane of, you know, seeking justice... Yeah, maybe you would. Yeah. But kind of right, right after that, Sean Archer, that's Caster Troy, in bed with Sean Archer's wife. Mm-hmm. What does she stab him with? Some kind of blood collection thing because she's a doctor. She just keeps that. Like, there's no way. I was like, man, she took that pen and just. Yeah, because she never, like, I guess she, ha- I guess I'll cut it a break and say maybe she went to the hospital that day and snagged one from the hospital before she went home that night. That's true. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you that. But hey, you know what? That's the most like it's ridiculous. He shouldn't know that. But I was trying to figure out like how is he gonna prove who he is? He can do whatever, but it's not do a DNA test the whole time. I'm like, do a DNA test. Same thing though, like do a blood test. I wouldn't think of that, but what a great way to prove a hundred percent. Yeah, this guy's not him. Compare me to my daughter. I, you know, I'm gonna. She's gonna have fifty percent of my DNA. Oh man, I sorry, I glazed over. No, it hadn't happened yet. Him beating up his daughter's girlfriend or whoever else it was. That scene I liked. It was like that was kind <laughs> of a thing. Like, okay, he's got some standards. Like, he's not a complete psychopath. Yeah, and, and that's where I was like, all right, there's hope. Maybe this would uh. Maybe this will do the right thing. I don't know. But he's like, if she's into it, okay. But if she's not, get off of her. I just, I just love the like. I'm gonna give you butterfly knife. I'm gonna give you a butterfly knife. You're gonna know how to use this. Have you, have you ever played with any of those at all? Yeah. You'll cut your finger off, man. You will if you don't know what you're doing. Because you- it's fun to flip it around and. Yeah, you will destroy yourself so i'm like oh good he just killed that girl because she's gonna flip that thing open and just stab herself with it did did you have the 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 thing go off in your head like okay that's coming into play later oh yeah as soon as he gave it to her i went that's going in his leg and she's gonna twist it that's that's 100% check off's knife yeah (laughs) (laughs) instead of gun it's check off no guns only which funny enough you know john woo it should have been guns the whole time yeah there should be no knife but so this is where I do get blurry and I think okay. things move quick. They FBI guy, his yeah. boss is going to have a funeral, right? 
they hatch a plan of like he's gonna be he has to go to the funeral mm-hmm. uh and so, she like um her husband as Nick Cage tells her to like get the daughter out of town somehow yeah and she's like I can make up an excuse for her but I'll have to go yep so what I didn't know from this does fake Nick Cage does he tell real Nick Cage's baby's mama the truth or does she no. think that she okay. did, she she still thinks he's Caster Troy all the way up until the moment she dies okay so that's what I couldn't figure out because when they have the big John Woo shootout or the like, bit yeah. like the Mexican standoff with like seven people <laughs> I, man, I was hoping more people would keep showing up. I got so confused like, what, with what, what, who was pointing guns at who. All I know is is uh, the guy that's in Gladiator, uh, the guy, and I know this is terrible for a podcast because you'll see it. He's got the scars like this. Yes, that guy, he was in yeah. um, Sons of Anarchy and a bunch of stuff. That's what else he's in. I knew Gladiator, Sons of Anarchy is what I was forgetting. He pops in and it's just like, I forgot whose side he's on. I still have the IMDb up. But he's not in the top cast. Stand by. I know this makes for great. <laughs> if I want you to leave this in. I will. Oh, shoot. I know we're not at the end of this, but you know that there's supposed to be a sequel to this being developed, right? I read that somewhere. I don't know how. I don't know that actor's name, but because uh, I'm not. It's uh, Tommy Flanagan. That sounds right. Yeah, Tommy Flanagan, because he played. Uh, he's a Scottish guy. Yeah, he's in Braveheart. I mean, well, that's now and I sound like I'm just that's, racist. That's yeah, known in, as a um. What he's got is known as a Glasgow smile. He got that yep. as a kid in Glasgow, is in Scotland. With somebody cut his face up with a knife. But yeah, I mean that's. It's crazy that I saw him and I went. Oh, he's in, like, there's so many people in this movie mm-hmm. that I went, oh, shoot, they're in this. Holy cow. And like, you know, it was like at the beginning of their career, basically. Yeah. I, I think Thomas Jane's in this somewhere. Because the, the wife plays um, Pamela Landy in the Bourne series. That's where she is. Yeah. Oh, man. I couldn't put those together. I was like, I know she's in something else, but I can't figure out. That's why what. I love going back to these older movies, seeing all these actors where they in other roles like either at the beginning or like kind of in the middle of their career. If anybody's in this movie, this made their career. I'm just going to call it like, <laughs> except Margaret Cho. Is that who that was? Yeah. That's Margaret Cho. And I, yeah, I don't know. She's all right. Yeah. Uh, she's married to Maury, isn't she? Or is that somebody else? Yeah, I think she is. Okay. So she did good. <laughs> <laughs> winner, winner, chicken, chicken dinner. dinner. Side note, too, I actually put my notes up more. Put my notes up, pulled my notes up. Johnny Depp was also in contention to be Sean Archer. I believe it. And and I think that'd have been all right. That I think that'd great. work. Yeah, Johnny Depp, Nick Cage. Give me that movie today. So they go to the funeral. Mm-hmm. What a weird message calling card. And that's exactly when I was like, yeah, 100% John Woo. You said it earlier. Doves everywhere we've had this is the first time we've had doves and he's like you know what i haven't had doves yet so i'm gonna put them all in this scene we've had plenty of two pistols we had two pistols at the beginning of the movie yeah yeah i mean it that you know i didn't pick up on that then and i should have but now the doves yeah sends a picture of his kid to the guy that killed him yeah that was pretty cool I was like, okay, this is getting real. That is an awesome way to let you know, hey, I'm here and I'm coming to kill you. <laughs> and whatever the like, uh, I don't, I'm not very good with Catholicism and their proper namings. The choir boy or yeah, he's a he's an altar boy. Altar boy, thank you. Yeah, yeah walks up. Um, someone in the back gave this and said it's yours, <laughs> and he's got it in his hands, like like in his pray hands. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Is I happening? know I'm just a Southern Baptist, but like, I mean, you can carry that a different way. <laughs> I put it in your pocket, kid. Like, no. <laughs> um, but I just love it. Like anyone that's around him, if mm. they saw he got a picture of his kid and he crumbles it up, and you just... don't think they're going to be concerned or? 
Well, she she knows she's he's not yeah. her husband at this point. So I mean, you get gunfight of the century. Oh yeah. I, I mean, everyone gets shot. Everything you know. And the destruction of guns in this movie is so unrealistic. It's fantastic. I mean, it is like 90s to the core. It's like every round is an explosive bullet from like Call of Duty or something. And every single urn or plate has gasoline in it. Oh, yeah. Magical cat. Yeah. But, uh, but you know what? I do like one thing that made me happy. Uh, Castor Troy's baby's mama. Uh huh. Gives her the signal, like I, she, I don't know fully she how she saves like, the white because she like yeah. somehow interprets through the eyes of everyone that Castor Troy is trying to save this woman from yeah. this evil dude. So she like ducks her down, takes a shot at some people, and everybody starts firing. All, and and Nick Cage does the thing where he crosses the pistols across his chest, Which, takes out two guys somehow without even looking. Let me not be cocky. I've shot guns like that before. You can't hit <laughs> crap. There is no way. And not only that, but the guns they have, the recoil from it. John Wick couldn't even do that, dude. No. No, and John, yeah. He wouldn't even do that. He knows he's not going to hit anybody like John that. John Wick uses proper gun control when he shoots his firearms. You daggum. The only reason my dad likes any of those movies is because John Wick reloads. That's my Thank you. Your dad rules because my next comment was going to say... Where did all this ammunition come from? Exactly. I counted. One of those pistols shot like 93 rounds. Yeah. I'd, you know, that, what, that's a hobby eight? of mine in movies because I know that at least this pistol holds like seven or eight rounds. So I give you eight shots when you have a pistol, six or five when you have a revolver, depending on it. Yeah. And I'd give you like, you could have an extended round, but I'm going to send it clip, but you're going to see it. Those weren't yeah. extended. Those are going to stick out. But, I, yeah. Which, I don't know. Maybe you watch a movie. You don't want to see people reload guns, but that was the first time in this movie where I went, yeah, this thing's bogus. (laughs) But I'll kind of add this into the mission impossible of those movies. Like it's a hyper reality. Yeah. I'll say nice. Mission impossible Two. John Woo. That might be our next one then. Cause we'll we'll just stay on the John Woo train. Cause that's a dumpster uh, fire of a movie. Uh, uh, yeah, I won't say anything. I was going to No, you know what? No, we're about to get into it, and I don't want to say it too quick, but the boat fighting scene in this and the motorcycle scene in Mission Impossible 2 where they face off each other. Yeah, face it's off, the same thing. Same thing. I mean, it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. But we have to get to the stab and twist. The stab and twist. I love that the girl shoots her dad. The The daughter shows... <laughs> they, they bring the daughter to the Mexican standoff. And they have the shootout, and of course, it's Castor Troy and Sean Archer left, and the wife. That's all that's left. So he grabs the girl. The girl like runs in there. He grabs the girl, thinking, and she thinks that's her dad. And then she realizes, oh no, he's got a gun to my head. That's not my dad. <laughs> that uh, Logan made a comment, and I agreed with it. She said, "Uh, there's no era like these movies in the '90s that don't have this weird slowdown effect." Yeah. Like cheap slow motion. But as soon as he holds her, she goes to grab that butterfly knife. It's just like, this is the worst movie now. (laughs) And dude, I was, you know, normally I'm laying down on the couch watching these movies. I sat up at that moment. And when she did that, I screamed, the stab and twist. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you, I mean, like, like, I've never been stabbed. No way that dude's walking after that. Hey, no. No way. Or like, driving a boat. He even made a point of saying, like, if you stab and twist, it keeps the wound from closing up and it stays open. But throughout that whole sequence, he's sprinting across oh a pier. Gosh. He's Dude, on best, a boat. Oh, the, one of my favorite sequences, and I'm going to sound sadistic for saying this. He goes to steal the boat from that guy, and the guy says, have it. He just takes that Uzi and goes, <laughs> Yeah, you... There was I'm gonna no shoot point. you anyway. I don't He's care. Jumping off the boat, man. But uh, there's a there's a movie. I'll send you the the clip of it called uh, Bullet Storm. I think it's a uh, Gary Busey movie. And at that point, I went, "This is Gary Busey. This is it right here." 
Gary Busey. <sighs> he would have been a good choice for Caster Troy. I would have loved to see that because someone else would have had to try and be like him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, so after that, that, that it, it, it ends in the, the, like I texted you last night, the boat chase was unnecessary. Oh, what? Yeah. The movie should have ended at that chapel. Like that would have been even better. It would have been a good ending, yeah. honestly, but no, we're going to have this crazy boat. It's like a sequence. 15 or 20 minute boat chase. I, yeah, I was, I, I seriously was going like, when's this going to end? Like, yeah. There's no way this is going to take this much more time. But no, 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 he does. And I, you know, A, when that final boat crashes and it's flying in the air, that was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It's like they're constantly knocking each other. And then it's like, it's just all cranked up to 10 and it just doesn't feel like it's going to stop. Oh, well, it'll stop when that spear gun finally gets unlocked, which was the weirdest. A, takes a spear gun, stabs him with it first. Yeah. I mean, you just flip that sucker. You're like, I, mm. <laughs> not where it lost me because I didn't get lost in this thing, I, but I was you know, just baffled. It, it feels like it's like we need a finale for this movie. What What are we gonna? I mean, what are we yeah, gonna do? And then he starts cutting his face. To like, He's maybe like, yeah. When When you see me in, the, I'm gonna be the face you see in the mirror. And he cut, starts cutting his face as John Travolta. I was like, okay, like. So, I, I, I guess he I, thinks that he's going to have his face as Nicolas Cage the rest of his life. Uh, no, don't you understand? There's movie magic. We'll solve this. The only people that could do this trans this transaction, this, this yeah, surgery, they died apparently. Them, but we know somebody else. Oh yeah, but we know some doctors in DC yeah. that we can bring down. They got some creepy machines in DC. You'll love it. I'm like, yeah, that, and that's my last note. Is like, I thought there was only one surgeon that could do this. Yeah, I and again shows up to his house with no scars. But and my second last note was, so you guys kind of kidnapped a kid then, right? Well, no, she tells him when she dies, take care, take care of my kid, and he probably did some adoption stuff. He's in the FBI, which is crazy that he keeps gets to keep his job at the FBI. Even if he's, he's like killed so many people as Caster Troy, like everybody's just like okay. With this procedure that, wait, we can swap people's faces? <laughs> what a great movie. What a ridiculous concept. I mean, it just wrapped up way too quick because everybody was like, just okay. Like, oh, Sean Archer, what did you say? He calls you Archer. <laughs> and then his voice comes back. Like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just... I wanted to see more of like, all right, how does this guy should get back this? Because there's no way that it kept that. I mean, right. I guess he did, he he did his job of he changed his face for a career, which okay problems itself. I think I'd fire the guy that would uh, agree. That to suggested that. that, like who? Huh. <laughs> also, I I absolutely I love the thought of Sean Archer shows up, doesn't tell his wife that he brought this little boy with him. And it's like, we're going to take care of him now. Wink. This is his home. Show yeah. him to his room. Dude, that wife would be freaking out. I'm no way get, she'd be like, love it. I, I get they need to wrap up the movie, and it's kind of like a replacement for their son, which is kind of weird. But All in all, though. It's a very entertaining movie. I know we dumped no, on it the last 10 exciting, minutes. Yeah. But. <laughs> I've never seen uh, So I've never seen Con Air either. I haven't either. So, so, and and like people tell me it's Con Air face off the rock. Oh, with, the rock uh, is Sean. amazing. I've never seen it. Oh my gosh. You have to watch yeah. that. Yeah. So I need to like my Nick cage solid movies. I really need to watch more. I've never seen vampires kiss either. I haven't which, seen that. I've I never mean, I've heard seen of that. Clips. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that's Nick cage at his Nick. At his Nick Cageiest. Yeah, he. There's a scene where he does the entire. He's talking to a secretary, and she filed a file in the wrong spot, and he goes through the entire alphabet. <laughs> a B C D E F. Like, it. Oh, yeah. is that the one where he's like in the conference room and like 
standing up. It was like, I don't know. Yep. Oh, Nick Cage. And Wicker Man is the one where he gets the bees in the, the bees. Yeah. Hey, but you know what? I, I, I will make fun of Nick Cage so hard because he's ridiculous. I think he's a fantastic, fantastic actor. Yeah. Him and Spider Man under the Spider Verse yeah. was incredible. The guy knows how to make fun of himself. My favorite story out of that is Jake Johnson said that he wanted to record the lines with Nicolas Cage. He's like, I'm willing to like pay my own money to fly to his house and record yeah. with him in his house. But they they said no. <laughs> yeah. If look, if I could, if someone was like, hey, you're going to be an actor now. I think that's the guy that I'd like. I want to do a movie with him just to understand. Because he's saying no to I mean, he's saying yes to everything nowadays. Uh, taxes, man. Taxes are eating him, I think. He, like, just did that movie with the truffle pig or the pig? Yeah. Didn't watch it. Probably not going to. I'm not going to watch it. It seems weird. But I, Say this about, I just looked it up. This was a very successful movie. $80 oh, yeah. million dollar budget, $245 million box office. It was rated pretty high, too. I looked that up later on when, I, when we decided to do it. I was like, oh, it was actually rated pretty high. I'm surprised. I mean, I the number of people that. I mean, you kind of make fun of parts of this movie, but it's pretty good. I mean, yeah. not, you know, I'm sitting here going like, I need to rewatch a couple of Chris Nolan's movies and I, they're not the same thing. You know what you're getting into. Yeah. So, so what would you rate this out of from a one to 10? I give it an eight, man. I, I'd do this. It's an eight solid. Yeah. Eight, dude. Honestly, like I was entertained. If the, the stuff that was ridiculous, I didn't care. If you want a a really fun action movie to watch one afternoon or whatever, yeah, and I think if uh, (laughs) I think if you Nicholas Cage is in it, you know what you're going to watch. Some, yeah, like you know exactly the hijinks or bullcrap that you're going to have to be okay with. But yeah, that's the end. That's the end of Face Off and the end of this episode. Face it off. Face off. Get your face off of me. Oh. Jake, thanks for coming back again. Uh, Honestly, this one I'm okay with. I'm actually thankful to come back because this was rad. Yeah. Yeah. It's not pirates. It's not. It was more theological or not theological, but philosophical (laughs) matrix. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you want to uh, reach the show on social media, you can do that at Second Take Movies. If you have a suggestion for an episode, you can send that to Second take movies pod at gmail.com, and I will see you probably next week. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>